0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 47. This is the December 2020 episode. Um, we're sitting down this morning with TCC President Rob Roach and VP of Sales AJ Petrarca. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning, Ben. Good morning, uh, virtually. Unfortunately, back to the back to the go-to meeting uh, virtual podcast. But glad we were still able to get it scheduled and recorded here this morning.
1: I'm just happy to be doing it without a mask true
2: probably the prudent thing to do right now based on the status of the pandemic so here we are i'm at the i'm I'm here holding it down at the uh, headquarters and we've got uh skeleton staff here but uh uh running seamlessly with everybody at home through our portals and networks and everything everything's running smooth and, and things are busy
0: so that's good yeah absolutely and i think even if we weren't home due to the uh coronavirus i think we might be home today due to the Probably close to a foot of snow. I guess we got yesterday. It's it's officially winter time up here in New England. Um, you know, it's the season. But you know, obviously weather and travel is one thing, but logistics and supply chains and things like that coming in, out, and around of New England, it's uh, definitely the time to keep an eye on your supply chains, understand where materials are coming from, and you know, expect delays and and uh, you know, throughout the winter season here.
2: I don't think that's going to get better in spring and summer, but uh, it's prudent advice, Ben.
0: I think, I mean, AJ really handles a lot of our customer base and supplier base up in, up here in New England. Um, you know, I'm sure the snow had a impact here uh, this week for sure and probably well in the next week as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we saw carriers using the storm as an excuse even before, you know, any, any snowflakes <laughs> even flew. They said, you know, don't expect, you know, don't expect delivery. So um, it's been the forefront of the, you know, the last week. Every conversation has been around the 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 weather and everything else i mean yeah there's just a lot of a lot of factors right now
0: yeah definitely been tight on the logistics front and i think you know something that we've been trying to hammer home i know our logistics team is always oh. mentioning the uh, keeping an eye on the weather understanding what's coming um even if you're not based in or around the direct new england area you know if you have material coming into the ports of new york or somewhere else along the east coast you're still going to be affected by that so it could it could leave the implications and delays well into the, the middle of the U S and even, even away from New England and away from the ports.
2: It's like some evil entity has control over 2020. And they were like, Hey, uh, they got a, uh, vaccination now, bring in the blizzard, you know? It was like, <laughs> well, I'm really scared for the next couple of weeks. I mean, what the heck else could happen?
1: I'm just happy those murder hornets didn't turn into a thing. I'm glad that that kind of fizzled out.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank God, thank God. I mean, all the hurricanes we've had, and you know, God, I mean, whoever's at the controls, we gotta, we gotta find <laughs> to <them. We> <laughs> knock them off the controls, or maybe whoever's on, under the controls of 2021 will be better. I don't know,
0: but she I sure hope so. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Um, but def- definitely a good time to, to understand your supply chain, understand where materials coming from, bringing in raw materials. I know a lot of companies are on the calendar year, so maybe a little bit more difficult to stock up on raw materials in December. But uh great time to understand your supply chain, talk to your suppliers and, and you know be ready for extended lead times, both with raw materials coming in and finished goods going back out.
1: Supply chains are a tough thing to understand at the moment. That's for sure
2: we've been we've been predicting this for a couple months now maybe even six months so you know i you know i think that uh it's really coming to a head right now i mean we've got some critical critical situations throughout the supply chain and rising prices at every level fuel prices are rising logistics costs are rising raw material costs are rising chemical costs are rising ocean freight is rising and becoming less available. So, um, you know, what we've been promoting and with our security of supply campaign, it's it's become all that more prudent uh, today. We're we're seeing uh, massive delays in, in 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 deliveries. We're seeing massive in uh, availability of products and huge price increases. So, um, we think we think that's going to continue into 2021.
0: And I think the other half to the logistics challenges obviously been driven up by higher demand, increasing demand, seems like the economy's back up and running pretty well. Obviously the stock market's high. Um, you know, we've seen a pretty big demand pickup here in Q4 and I think expect the same to continue in Q1 with with plants continuing to run, demand picking up. Um, obviously COVID's still an issue, but I think at this point plants and production facilities are better equipped and, and more ready to, to handle it and won't be as severe of shutdowns as in March. Um, I don't know if you guys are seeing the same thing with customers, but it seems like demand's uh, definitely picked up and you know, we're expecting to stay at a high level as compared to, you know, where we were in March and April.
1: Yeah. Seeing the same thing. I mean, demand's definitely up and supply is 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 challenging, right? So that, that puts a, everybody in a crunch, um, you know, I, but I, I do see people, you know, starting to, starting to get creative and, you know, bulk customers bringing in package material to keep on the floor in case of delays. So people are starting to, change the way they do things based on uh based on the situation we have which is which is good you know it's good to see people people quickly and nimbly be uh be making changes and we you know we obviously help them help them through that
2: yeah i agree i mean it's um you know you've got uh we're coming through a period where um inventories are critically low i mean uh, most companies are under very tight controls in terms of what they keep in in raw material inventory And that's been sort of a a trend in our industry is to keep, you know, your inventory, your on-hand inventory low and depend on your suppliers to get you the products when you need it. And with, uh, you know, everything going on right now that has compounded the situation because you're correct, Ben, you know, things are really picking up. We've heard from every level coatings, adhesives, polymer, every level of our customer base that they've got orders, full order books for months, uh, six months even into 2021 they're pull out at capacity. So uh, yeah, so you're absolutely right the, the, the demand is picked up. the supply chains are broken from nine months of this virus and uh, and, and inventories are critically low and uh, compound that again with uh, you know some plant issues, um, fires, force majeures that we're seeing and and you've got a perfect storm
1: environmental regulations in china putting a crunch on everything and everything in china right now but um it's kind of an interesting time because usually this time of year everybody's trying to keep inventories low but we have a you know massive price increases on the table for for jan one so i think a lot of people are in a in a weird spot like do you do you you know do you, do you pre-buy to beat the increase or do you keep the inventories low i think a lot of people are, are wrestling with that right now
0: um one thing on the uh economy and economic update and i think we can uh, put out to our podcast listeners first that we're hosting a uh, presentation with the economist on january 7th we're gonna start putting out the word about that here uh, probably next week but you know reach out to your tcc sales contact happy to send over the link and invite you know we're, we're happy to host the Economist and give a good overview on both the general economy and some of the industries that are most relevant to us and our supplier and customer base. So we're excited for that and to get an update for 2021, um, here in early January.
2: looking forward to what he has to say. And again, you know, all of our customers and suppliers producing partners are invited to this event. And uh, you know, with the, with the, the the tumultuous, uh, you know, on many
0: levels situations we're in, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. I think one other thing to to mention that continues to increase, uh, increase prices, affect demand, um, AJ, I know we've talked a bunch this week about the China tariff exemption that seems to be not renewing here coming in 2020 and we'll go back into effect 2021. Um, I don't know if you want to give a quick overview on what that means, um, the background on that and kind of what we've been telling customers here coming into the new year.
1: I'm, I'm no expert on it, but I, you know, um, the, uh, the the China tariffs went into effect, and um, there was a period of time where folks could uh, could make a case on products they believe should be exempt for for different reasons. Um, you know, so there was a list of exemptions that um, you know were not subject to the 25% uh, tariff, and uh, that list is set to expire on. December thirty first at midnight. So anything arriving after that point will go back to the twenty five percent, you know, tariff. I think a lot of folks were, were were operating under the impression that that would be extended, as it has a couple times. I think uh, I think there was one extension in twenty twenty, um, you know, but um, I don't know. I I think it should be extended, but it doesn't look like at this point it's going to. Um, you know, but we'll we'll keep a, a close eye on that going forward.
0: Yeah, and hopefully something that eventually does get extended as it, you know, was obviously beneficial for customers keeping pricing down. And obviously it was put in place once and, you know, with the with the products that were under an exemption, hopefully that will get renewed here coming the new years. But we're, like you said, operating under the impression that it's not and having to uh, deal with the effects from there.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate timing because we're already seeing massive increases on everything from China as it is and then to, to tack on the 25%. Uh, tariff on top of that it's uh you know it's it's pretty major you know for those products that are that are going to be uh not under exemption anymore
0: yeah and i think that's a that's a good transition right into kind of price updates and trends with what's going on i think we're seeing q1 price increases or january price increases pretty much across the board kind of absent of industry product type. I mean, everything at least that, that we look at and, and deal with is increasing, um, you know, due to raw materials, due to logistics prices increasing, due to supply tightness, it's, uh, everything's going up. I don't know if you to. Uh, I know Rob, you sent a bunch of emails about that and I know you're seeing similar things. What's the, what's the outlook on that here for January?
2: Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a definite, I mean, you're, you know, it's not the type of thing where, you know, uh, you have any control. Uh, at all or you can push back on it the the raw material costs are up we did a analysis on freight from china you know you mentioned a lot of different issues in china but freight uh you know typically is you know only a few cents from china uh we were looking at freight rates of uh 8400 dollars the other day um which you know you're talking about a four fold increase in the cost of freight. So something that was 1200 is now $8400. It's it's a tremendous amount of money uh for freight and you know combine that with the environmental issues, you know, you combine that with uh r- new regulations and you know really a new operating standard uh within China. Um it's it's you know it, it is what it is, but most of most of the increases that we're seeing are direct directly related to things like ethylene, propylene, benzene, all of these things are rising. And at the rate they're rising is is becoming faster. They were rising through September, October, November, December, September, October, November in small small amounts. And then a rapid increase through December. So, um, you know, also keep an eye on oil. Um, We've seen oil come up to uh, $48 a barrel. Um, There's uh, some that say it's gonna go much higher. Um, and again, that will trickle down into higher gasoline prices, therefore higher fuel surcharges in trucks, uh, rail, uh, ocean cargos, um, and then you'd also have the freight issue. It's, it, you know, again, you know, we, we've been, we sound like a broken record where we're talking about this happening. It's happening, and it's, it's, it's going to continue. So, you know, even this morning on our, 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 our company-wide call. You, you still have to make the buying decisions. You can't stop and say, oh, the prices are too high. I don't want to buy anymore. Well, the fact is they're likely going to go higher. So if you don't want to have the raw material, then stop buying. But if 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 you want the raw materials, you better buy. Lastly, uh, I'm going to mention is currency. You look at the US dollar compared to foreign currencies, especially the euro. You know what does that mean when the euro is a dollar twenty two to a dollar? It means that you get more value selling products in Europe, or if you're selling products uh, outside of Europe in euros. So there's going to be less material coming to the U.S. from Europe, um, but it gives us a uh, with a low dollar, it gives us a co- competitive advantage in selling our finished goods. So there is there is a positive to having our our currency devalue we have a stimulus coming up and again the stimulus will be on borrowed money what happens when we get the stimulus and our you know our deficit increases dramatically overnight is the value of our currency going to continue to deflate these are all questions and serious serious issues that we're
0: watching on a daily basis yeah, when you boil it all down, it's it's quite the equation to figure out what's going on in the market, what the outlook is between, like you said, the currency piece, the raw material piece, the supply and demand, the logistics. So I, I think it's something that you know hopefully we provide value with the podcast, and it's something that we're happy to have conversations on a one-on-one basis with any of our sales agents. You know, taking that all into a an equation or a formula and spitting out what that means for you know, our customer security supply. When's a good time to buy? What the outlook is? So you know something that hopefully we're able to provide value with this podcast and any one-on-one situations with customers we're you know more than happy to do yeah we're you know we're,
2: we're we're still a small enough company that we can we can pivot and if there's an opportunity to work with our customer base to secure today's pricing to arrive six to eight weeks from now that's something that we can do um, you know, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of value we can bring as a company, not only sharing the information, but providing value for knowing your cost eight weeks from now. And I think that's a safe bet in a lot of ways, if it's available. Of course, you had a fire at LG in Korea, you have a force mazur at BASF in Europe. I mean, there, these, these are major, major, uh, issues that are impacting, uh, availability. So, uh, it's not to say that the, there will be availability, but some products there is, that opportunity to hold your costs today and receive the goods later. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, speaking of products, featured products, new products, um, uh, hmm. AJ and Rob, I'll let you kind of jump in with what we're really, uh, focusing on this month. I know we're kind of right peak winter time. Um, so there's obviously some demand I think with ice melt when chilled wash all that good stuff. Um, you know, right here in December, what's, uh, what's new, what's, what's, what some of the, the big products that we've really been talking about here in the last couple of months and coming into new year's
1: I can speak to the more seasonal uh, items um, glycols you know we're coming up on on any free season and, and glycols are, are very tight across the board uh, worldwide pretty much you know China's inventories are are very low uh, which is kind of the, the the basis for for global pricing on glycols um, so that's extremely tight coming into the winter um, Methanol as well that 's uh you know i think I think the eu just just settled up uh, the equivalent of what was it over forty cents a gallon right that was a pretty big pretty big increase in uh, in Europe so we 're expecting much higher costs here in the u s as well, which drives a lot of other you know products like formaldehyde, which goes into building materials so we 're going to see price increases throughout the whole the whole chain of uh, of of materials um, other than that uh, fertile, we're starting to talk ag season so um you know urea um also you know price trending up um you know um as as the de- as demand season approaches um diamide prices are way up um that's one of the ones that was uh was on the exemption list from China which is now uh, set to be off the exemption list after uh after the end of this month here um, but i think that that's that's kind of the long, uh, um, am I missing anything on the, on the uh, seasonal products?
2: Glycols, how's glycols doing in price wise? Are they coming up in price? I know that there's availability issues.
1: Yeah, I I, I mentioned glycols, it's, it's they're super tight. Um, you know, prices are up if you can get them. Um, they're, they're largely unavailable. Um, m e g and d e g are pretty snug teG is still still okay, uh, but expect that to to follow suit uh, with the with the others and and get tight as we could, you know as the demand kicks in It's
2: amazing to think that they were at some all time low prices not too long ago
1: yeah, just earlier this year into into uh, into last year you know things things changed in the hurry.
2: I think my expertise might fall in uh, maybe oxos and plasticizers, intermediates and things like that. So starting with the oxos, you've got the fire at the LG uh, plant in Korea, you've got the BASF force Major. both of those I mentioned earlier, um, hearing there's some domestic uh, production issues. So you're seeing, and, and of course, propylene uh, eight to 10 cent increase through December. So you're seeing uh, extremely high prices for, oh, and of course the Dow Taft, Um, facility closing at the end of the year. So you're seeing a very tight um, lack of molecules available on 2-EH, butanol as well is tightening up as well, getting very tight in Asia. Um, And again, with the uh, BSF, FM, butanol, and the other oxos, including isononyl alcohol, getting very tight. Uh, This'll trickle down obviously into the esters, Um, especially the octal, the 2-EH uh, esters we've heard, Double, double digits, high double digit increases coming into January. So watch out things like DOA, TOTM, DOTP. Uh, one of the things I've often tried to educate my customers on when it comes to DOTP is 2EH uh, goes into DOTP, but it's a small piece compared to the other, um, the other products out there that utilize this alcohol. So there's a competition for it. So we're, we're expecting to see some extreme prices on 2EH so you're gonna see a real discrepancy or a real division between price of DIMP versus DOTP or other general purpose plasticizers, if in fact the availability and price of DOT, or lack of availability in 2EH and, and price goes up uh, significantly compared to other OXO alcohols. Um, intermediates, um, you know, we're also seeing a hefty increase across the board on all plasticizers effective January 1. Intermediates, you know, you're seeing things like benzene at 253 right now and moving up, um, you know, this is a 50 cent a gallon increase. If we were to close today over what we saw in November, that equates to 5 cents a pound and things like adipic acid. Of course, it goes into styrene monomer. Uh, it goes into, um, you know, so many other things. Um, you know, benzene is, is up. As is other raw materials, so it's gonna certainly affect uh those things. ortho xylene is up Thalic and hydride prices are going to move up, so you know we're we're seeing uh pretty much in a lot of intermediates the same type of price pressures anywhere from three to ten cents, and then in the oxo alcohols 20, 25 five cent a pound increases so um, yeah there's there's some big moves here um want to uh mention that um in 2021 we'll be um offering hmd from invista hexamethylene diamine um we have our own facilities to handle the uh rail cars and transload and uh also uh you know to break it down with uh deionized water um so we'll have a bulk and package to that in 2021 um it's uh it's it's going to be interesting it's going to continue to be interesting and um yeah i mean and you know i could go on and on we could we could break it down to product by product benny but i think the general
0: consensus is everything's up yeah i think along the same lines talking products you know we got a lot of exciting things coming for 2021 the D is one like you said and then expanding our product lines with some of our core suppliers you know aj managing the Elitor ch uh from avonic um the pevlin from Perstorp. you know some some major you know, suppliers in the industry and products that we're excited to take what we're already selling with them and do more with these suppliers and really grow our relationship with them. So excited to bring some of these products, uh, not necessarily new to the market, but new to the, to the States and to our relationship with them and excited to be able to offer them alongside some of our long-term supplier partners coming into, uh, coming into next year. Yeah,
2: 2021, we'll also have samples available for a new product from Mavonic called dipentyl pterothiolate. I like think we mentioned this before, um, so yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff uh, coming out. Um, a lot of very interesting products, products that have, uh, you know, a green backbone to them, which is interesting. Like the Pebble and Pro, um, which comes from uh, renew- uh, renewable resources, and um, you know, it's, it's a, a very interesting product, and the and you can get uh, carbon credits and things like that. So yeah, I mean, really, really interesting to see. He- and, and very proud of our industry for how they stepped up in the pandemic, um, you know, and, uh, and and the science behind the, uh, the vaccine. Um, congratulations to everybody. Nine months into a pandemic and we've got, uh, you know, two two vaccines on the market. And we haven't even talked about the pandemic and, and what issues that, that continues to bring and will continue to bring into 2021. So uh, lots to
0: talk about, lots of things happening, Ben. Absolutely. Um, yeah, excited to continue bringing those to market here next year. And obviously, you know, some maybe some breaking news, some highlights on some new products here on the podcast. So obviously appreciate you listening and you know, get the inside scoop on what's going on with TCC, um, you know, both our, our products and product lines as well as our kind of outlook on the market and views on what's happening. So you know, appreciate you listening for sure. Um, trade shows, conferences, still uh, kind of TBD for next year. I know we've seen AFPM get moved out to May um, versus... Where it typically is at the end of march down in san antonio so we're optimistic and hopeful we can go to that in some format of normalcy you know we'll see what the world looks like at that point um, do have one show coming up we the, the plastics organization is putting on a virtual flexible vinyl uh, compounders conference on february 3rd uh, we do a lot of the plastics group and tcc will be a conference sponsor for that virtual event on the third um, should be a great i think it's a afternoon maybe four or five sessions for a couple hours uh, they do a great overview on the economy and the markets, on what's new and happening in that flexible model space. So, that would be a, a great show and might not be the in person event that everyone's kind of missing, but be nice to maybe spend a couple hours out of one of these events online and hear what's going on in the market. Excited to get back to at least having something on the trade show schedule. Normally, myself and uh, AJ, you know, spearheading and attending a lot of these shows. So, I'm uh Miss traveling, miss getting out there, and excited to get back to some sort of normalcy here. You know, whether it's middle 2021, end of 2021, I'm excited to be back at some shows and, and do some traveling, and maybe mix in a little golf. But we won't talk about that.
1: Yeah, the well. plastics group do a good job with their location selection. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss that show again this year.
0: It's the the in person is still scheduled for I think it's July 11th I believe it's mid July in Georgia that's when it's supposed to be going on um, we chose to do this virtual event as well kind of in addition to that I think it's something that they'll do on an ongoing basis but that it is July 11th so we'll we'll see if that happens in person you know if this vaccine picks up like it does and really gets out there in Q1 it's there's there's maybe a chance um, I've never been to Savannah Georgia so I'm optimistic and hopeful we can get down there in July but I guess we'll see.
2: You know the vaccines is a topic on its own. Uh, you know it's interesting. I I was talking to uh, one of our logistics providers the other day, and he was telling me how he was on the Ticketmaster website. You know, trying to buy concert tickets for summer, and uh, you know he got a notice from uh, Ticketmaster that he would need to provide some sort of proof that he had been vaccinated in order to attend the concert. So that to me was the first time that i've heard how exactly this uh vaccination will be enforced let's say you know it's going to be not a you know government enforcement it's going to be a public enforcement and um which is interesting because you mentioned you want to travel and aj wants to travel well there may be people that just don't want to participate in the vaccination well then you probably won't be able to attend shows or concerts or travel on planes or um you know trains or or foreign countries so you know it's very interesting how um how I heard that about ticketmaster and and how you know it is um it is your own personal thing your health whether you want to take a vaccination or not but this is a this is a health and public safety type of situation so it can be enforced by you know, a private entity like Ticketmaster or something like that. So I thought that was very interesting, and uh, and also one other prediction I want to make is that I think there will be more um, vaccinations available to the you know two A B three A B you know the lower level because even right now they're they're starting to say that people aren't necessarily taking the vaccination so there needs to be confidence built in the vaccination so i think that if people want the vaccination they're going to get it probably earlier than they probably thought um and keep in mind too that both the moderna and the pfizer vaccination is is a double vac it's a double shot so you've got uh, a couple weeks between the shots so you don't have you know instantaneous immunity it takes time to build so um but i'm very hopeful for the sake of humanity and for you know the sake of uh you know uh the, the people that are suffering and dying out there right now that this vaccine and the uh implementation of it is very successful so hopeful and optimistic
0: on that and that's a lot of good points because obviously we're in an industry that is very face-to-face it's very um personable it's very relationship driven whether it's traveling to go see customers um flying and traveling to go to conferences and trade shows i mean it's it's something i want to maybe trade shows will, will require you to have a vaccine before you enter the show maybe customer plants you know you go try to see a customer and they won't let you in the plant if you don't have proof of the vaccine i mean it's all tbd to see what this stuff all looks like and in an industry like ours which there's a lot of conferences a lot of trade shows it's a lot of in-person meetings versus emails and phone calls and webinars and all that stuff something to keep an eye on um, especially with our industry i think skews a little bit older in terms of demographics the people that are in the industry the salespeople, the purchasing people compared to some other industries skews a little bit older which obviously puts uh you know a lot more people in that higher risk category so something to see and watch develop i think early next year so unfolding in front of our eyes right now Then. sure is sure is um But I guess wrapping things up, you know, some inside news. Uh, Obviously, we're all back working from home for at least a little while. Uh, We'll revisit after the new year and excited to get back uh, in person with everybody, but keeping an eye on that. Um, And I know we had some news from our regulatory uh, specialists this morning as well.
2: Yep.
0: Alex Rill got engaged. That's fantastic. Some uh, some good news there. No uh, no no babies to report the last month or two. We've had a, we've been a ba- on a baby streak for the summertime, but babies have quieted down. But now we're on to engagements. So uh, <laughs> you know a lot of exciting things happen I think in 2020 aside from all the negative.
2: Absolutely, it's nice to see people having uh, progressing in their lives, and we've got a lot of young babies in the organization right now, and a
0: lot of cute pictures flying around. Really nice to see. But I guess that kind of, that wraps it up for, for this episode and I guess for 2020 as a whole, you know, we'll, we'll record the next one here in a couple weeks come, uh, come January. But any other final thoughts to wrap up the, uh, wrap up this, the episode or wrap up 2020? Oh, congrats to you, Ben. And what, what number, uh, what
2: episode is this? 40, episode? 47. It's unbelievable. This is something that you, you know, was your baby in the beginning and you've been in it throughout and, congrats to you and uh special thanks to all of our customers out there and producing partners for uh another successful 2021 another successful year for TCC we couldn't do it without you and your support and we appreciate it and uh really excited coming into 2021 TCC has the best team we've ever had before in place um, we've got excellent relationships with our producing partners and we're doing everything we can to supl- secure the supply chain for our customer base to the best of our ability so thanks to everybody for working with us throughout a very difficult year and uh, and really just uh, blessings to everybody hope that you're healthy and safe uh, now and in the future and uh, let's remain optimistic uh, that we get through this uh, year and the pandemic uh, and come out a, a better human race. And, uh, and thank you. AJ. I'm not I sure can. you can top I that can. sign up, I but... <laughs> that up Rob. You...
1: <laughs> that was
2: great.
0: Uh, you can top that AJ, come on. <laughs> 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 no, but in all seriousness, you know, you know, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. I'm enjoying doing the podcast and, um, you know, it's uh, hopefully it provided some value to our suppliers and customers looking forward to continue to grow it. Have some more uh, of our producing partners and supplier partners on uh, as uh, guest speakers and guests you know, in the new year. Um, excited to keep it going. Appreciate your guys time. Uh, always good to uh, sit down, talking to you guys. And I guess we will uh, see you guys and all of our listeners here in the new year. Appreciate it, man. all good. Thank you.